1: It's Kellen. And today on Diversified Game, get your pen and your pad ready. All the way from D.C., I have Deanna Dorsey. Hey, didn't mess that up. Districtofclothing.com. She going to talk about her business, what inspired it all the way from D.C., how she started, how you two in your own region, as long as you're not in D.C., because you know D.C. might start set tripping on you, uh, <laughs> how you can do it, too. Welcome, how are you doing? I'm doing just fine, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. You are so welcome, you are so welcome. I wanna, you know, you have a company that when I saw it, I'm like, wow, this is this could be like a regional hit. And I want to get into what inspired you to do this and how it could even turn global, because sometimes when something hits regional, the whole world says, you know, and the whole world loves the D.C., um, no matter who's in office. So, yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Kellen. You know, um, the goal is definitely to take this globally. We are indeed we indeed started off as a regional brand. But, um, and that was very much a part of the marketing ploy. But I think, you know, the goal is to expand it and to reach as many districts as possible. So in, uh, it was 2014, January, 2014, I had an idea, kind of woke me up in the middle of the night, had this vision of, and um, in, in a dream, the dreamer and the doer with the dreamer crossed out. And um, I very quickly, Woke up, jotted it down, and kind of slept on it for a little while. You know, no pun intended. Um, and then my prime client went on a spending freeze. I'm a full-time entrepreneur. So my first, my my main business is uh, Deanna Dorsey Design. We are a creative direction brand strategy and marketing firm. Um, and my prime client went on a spending freeze. I realized, like, whoa, I'm, you know, definitely one of those statistics on cnn at this point you know and how do i continue to move forward how do i make it through the rough months um that were surely coming ahead at that point i uh, was constantly listening to various podcasts and you know everyone was talking about side hustles and passive income and i thought why not do this for yourself um it took me a a few more months. It wasn't until November. I actually launched on Thanksgiving day in 2014. And the goal was to, you know, provide passive income for myself, which by all means is not initially passive. And even still today, it's not passive. The, The business has grown, you know, um, glory to God so much in the last few years, but it, um, it is passive in the sense that you don't have to consistently do something every day, I should say. Um, I say all that to say that I was wanting to put out positivity back into the universe. I've lived a very blessed life. And I also um, was just constantly surrounded by folks that were dreaming and doing and thinking of things. And then the next time you would see them at brunch or lunch or dinner, they were already moving on those things. And I was just incredibly inspired by that. Um, which shows, you know, in the dreamer doer illustration, it's showing a progression. Um, and here we are today, you know, five and a half years later, um, with the side hustle that's really not a side hustle, but my my sweet baby district of clothing. I hope There's that so- answers your question.
1: <laughs> it, it does, and it, and okay. and I can go. I want to go deep on so many of those things because you know, people always talk about, especially in multi-level marketing, you want to make passive income. And so now there's this thing with, especially young entrepreneurs, I'm getting into entrepreneurship to make passive income, but can you talk about how much work and how much time, especially if you have, you know, one business and then you kind of have another project that's branched off, how much time does that take you in a week to, you know, make that work? It, it doesn't it, isn't it 21 Savage that has that song a lot? Like that's, that's
0: <laughs> there's really no other way to say it other than a lot. Um, you know, I always kind of chuckle at myself when I say the dish of clothing is a side, is my side hustle business because she's really not, she's, and I call her she, but she is a full, you know, bonafide, certified business that takes, a lot of time and effort and attention, and she's requiring more and I'm trying to my best to pivot toward giving her that um, and the idea of passive income I think it sounds great, but in all actuality, we really need to be honest with with each other as entrepreneurs and especially younger entrepreneurs and understanding that one you have to have a skill that you know is not passive right you had to but you have to attain a skill in, in the first step. You have to make sure that you're able to use that skill and present it in a way that will allow you to potentially have, air quotes, passive income. But as you get moving throughout your, your business or your idea, um, there's almost nothing passive about it because you still have to maintain. You still have to pay taxes. You still have to, you know, keep in touch with your customers. You still need to be social on, um, excuse me, active on social media. You need to encourage, you know, People to want to be a part of your community. You need to do ad buys. Like there's, it is passive in the sense that I may not have to do something with it every single day, but there's still something that I have to do with it every single day. Which, which in itself is also a blessing. It lets you know that you're progressing and that you're, um, you're growing. I'm sure that there are some side hustles that do provide totally passive income. I can't think of any of them, but I mean, even if you're, you know, renting if you're a homeowner and you're, you know, renting out your place to someone, you're still collecting that payment. You're still paying taxes. You're still making sure that that property is, is, um, is well-maintained. So I, off the top of my head, nothing's kind of coming to my head, but yes, she's a side hustle. That's really not a side hustle. Passive income. That's really not passive. Um, I work hard with district of clothing, you know, it, There are times when I may only get to put in like two hours a day, an hour a day, two hours a day. There's other days when I'm putting 14 hours a day in. Um, And it really is just a matter of me living a healthy, unbalanced life. I don't like that term balanced life because I think you have to pay attention to what needs the most attention at that time. Um, But I think in general, passive income sounds great, but it's probably not
1: totally passive. Okay. And, and I and I've written books and and you know produced and whatever directed whatever movies and you know you get it it feels like it but you're like I put you know I put work in and that royalty check isn't what sometimes people think it is. I remember uh DJ Vlad saying, "Hey, I got my $3 boondock check." <laughs> You know, and, and it's like, okay, that's that's it. royalties are, are gonna come like that. Now, what's the difference between your main business and this new business of yours?
0: So Diana Dorsey design is what I consider my main hustle. It's a creative direction business. We offer branding, marketing, strategy, um, and pretty much anything creative that a client may need. Um, we also help with um, developing merchandise as well. Um,
1: for clients, and um, I've had that business for ten years now. She turned ten in January. Okay, she she's a she too. All right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so I'm I'm talking to you know a a fellow. We have all the all the titles. Whenever you do what you do, you get all the titles, all the hats. Because most people don't separate you know from your marketing, your strategy, to your PR. And so you're, you're in that. And then you said, let me put this and put this out. And when you put out district of clothing, um, it has a lot of talk about the positive messages, like the trust black woman um, messages. And, you know, why did you decide to go that route? Yeah, I think that's just me
0: being my most authentic self. You know, like I said, I wanted to put out positive messages. I wanted to combat any sort of negativity that I could possibly. I, you know, strongly believe that um, our clothes aren't going to change the world, but the people who are wearing them are. And our community is, um, you know, growing stronger and and more inclusive every day. Um, And I just want to be able to encourage people to go beyond dreaming, to go beyond um, just like ideas that they have in their head I strongly believe that if something comes to you that's because you had the ability to bring it to fruition and um I just I I that's just part of who Deanna Dorsey is I've always um I've always loved being encouraged and I like to put that you know to put that back out into the world I just I feel like um you know as a young girl like it, you know when I would put on a dress or when I would put on a a, a hat, whatever the item was it made me feel a certain way and I think that whenever you're wearing you know positive messaging or whenever you're wearing something that's repping something that you love or something that you respect you can't always say exactly how you're feeling or people you know you're, you're not always going to be able to communicate with everybody that you're seeing but if you're wearing something that's a different way to get your statement and your values across and um it's just I, I believe in, you know, I believe in believing in strongly what I believe in. And I believe in projecting that out as best as possible. And I believe in, in you know, progression and um, and allowing people to move forward and, and encouraging people to be whomever it is that they've been put on this universe, you know, to, to be encouraging people to, to to get to that next step to help them
1: to keep going. And, and I want to make it clear that, you know, before all these protests happened, I mean, you had this. This wasn't something where during COVID and, you know, the whole George Floyd and the protests, you said, hey, let me just start this because I can. I mean, you, you've been pushing this, you know, for, for years because people sometimes, even though you've said it, when, it's, when this started, I, you know, that this is not just something that, boom, you did it, and now everything's falling into place. You've really been putting in your time and your work. Can you talk about, you know, in building this second business, how important a team has been? hmm that's a great question um let me let me take a step back and just say yes
0: I like I said I, I really believe strongly and believing strongly in what you do right and you should allow that to um, believing strongly in how you feel excuse me and you should allow that to encompass everything that you do and so you know I was born in, in Virginia raised in Washington DC as well as Pittsburgh and I just was, I have always believed and thought that Washington, D.C. should have statehood. So we've had our number 51 hats for maybe two years now. Um, I, I, I want to say we launched that in January 2018, I believe. Um, and, you know, when people saw the mayor wearing her hat, her 51 hat, um, Mayor Bowser of Washington, D.C., a couple of weeks ago during her COVID um, one of her COVID press, really press conferences, you know, I think it happened to be a rainy day and she, you know, put the hat on, but also she put the hat on because she believes that Washington DC should have statehood. So it's, you know, I, I want to press upon anyone who's listening that if you believe strongly in something, you know, you can also incorporate that into, and you should incorporate that into your, um, organization or your business's culture or your your new entity's culture because it will allow you to also organically connect with belief-driven consumers which will allow your business to continue to move forward um, and and that's just a little marketing gem I want to put out there um, and your question was please remind uh, me I'm uh, so
1: sorry. about how important a team has been yes. in build, building
0: uh, this is something that I've been struggling with for quite some time. Um, so my team is, is primarily myself, um, but there have been times when, you know, I have people who are constantly helping with our pop-ups. I have what I consider a board um, who help me with all of my large, um, you know, business decisions. I, my fiancé is incredibly helpful to me on a day-to-day basis, especially, you know, just in these last couple of months dealing with the PPP. Um, my dad is just tremendous and has always been really very helpful with me and understand, helping me to better understand business and how to continue to move forward. Um, he's also an attorney, so he helps me on legal fronts as well. Um, and then I just, I'm incredibly inspired by our community. Of dreamers doers and change makers and so I think um, while it's oftentimes me here working alone on things I have a huge organization that is is full with um, community members who also believe in these same things and they're the ones who are constantly posting and sharing and telling other people about the items Um, I would say that like our community is like part of our marketing because they in our advertising team because they do this organically on their own. And I'm so grateful that they've continued to be, um, shares of the good news about our, you know, this growing company.
1: And, And you, you said, you know, this is something you have been struggling with. And is that because, um, is it hard to find good help or is it just, you know, when you're starting something, you know, income is like okay i can get this quality of you know designer or and i and i tell people all the time hey start at fiverr you know free shout out to fiverr.com start there and then you can you know build up and there's some great people on fiverr too great people on both sides yeah what has the struggle been
0: Yeah, I would say, you know, the struggle is, like you said, it's, you want to make sure that you're providing, if if you have team members, you want to make sure that you're providing them with um, adequate wages. You would love to be able to provide them with something full-time. You would absolutely love to be able to provide them with health care. And that is, that's challenging when you're first starting off. I haven't received um, or or gone the, the financing route just yet. That's something that we might you know, consider in the future, but it's not here now. And so it's essentially um, me doing things. We've had, you know, interns and assistants here and there, but nothing full time. Um, I do have to shout out our uh, fulfillment partner, Printful. They've been incredibly helpful. I think we've been working together now for over four years. Oh, okay. I see, I see, I see. Yep, here too, you here too. Yeah, no, here's the yeah, dog we, making an appearance. <laughs> yeah, we um, use them. We use them too. That's, that's yeah, they're idea. amazing. Printful is amazing. And so, you know, they've um, really been a partner that's allowed me to not just uh, continue to, the grow, to grow the business, but to continue the business, especially during COVID. Um, the ability to still accept orders and to get orders out you know, if it weren't for, for my partnership with Printful, then District of Clothing would be shut down right now.
1: Oh, okay. No, that's, um, that's good. And, and I, I'm going to, you know, just put it out there because I talk about it so often. I don't want to pay people's health insurance. Um, I We have, you know, a few businesses here and some are in healthcare and some, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a My main thing is consulting, but I don't want to pay for people's insurance. I'd rather hire entrepreneurs because there's so many different ways where they can handle, especially if you can pay them, you know, a a more than fair wage, they can handle all that. The same way I don't want to handle somebody's vacation. And there are bigger companies that do things like this, where it's like, I don't want to be responsible for your whole life, but I'm going to pay you. So you can pay for your own, because that old model I think eventually will will die out. Where we're asking Massa, Massa, please, can I get the Blue Cross or the Blue Shield? Because there's so much competition, Uh, and so you know, don't don't think you gotta pay for it for that. And then they, you know, excuse me. Yeah, you have to pay for their unemployment when they want to leave. And, you know, so many people leave jobs like that. And now you have so many people who won't even go back to work, some, um, because they're making more money now than they were making, which I think is, um, it just shows, you know, it shows a lot. But, you know, with the the, the, the clothing line, we always hear, you know, folks like Dame Dash, or you'll hear, you know, people say, Clothing is expensive. You hear Damon John, you know, clothing is expensive and everything that you're doing is kind of, you know, is it, um, you know, drop ship type method that you're using and, and how have you, you know, you know, priced yourself to where it seems like now you could charge $100 for a shirt and if people like it, they'll buy it. Yeah, I
0: think that's very true. Um, so my background is in fashion design. I was trained in uh, in uh, Instituto Medin Instituto in Milan, and um, I believe in um, charging fairly for you know whomever is helping on the back end in terms of manufacturing and production, and I also believe in not overcharging consumers, um, but um, I, you know, we, we, so with Printful, they handle all, all of our online fulfillment. And then I also have what I call a local production. Um, that's another manufacturer production facility that I have. They handle all of our wholesale. And prior to this, um, COVID situation that we're dealing with now, I was in the process of moving, Um, all of our production to Los Angeles so that we would have a greater variety of design um, opportunities, you know, for our apparel and for the the ways in which I would like the business to continue to grow. Um, And hopefully we'll still be able to do that. But I think typically, um, you know, if someone's ordering online, they're going to get something in a timely fashion through Printful. My wholesale uh, clients, you know, we order through our what I again call local manufacturing. And then um, the goal is to be able to expand that so that we'll also be able to have a a wider variety of items that we can offer
1: our customers. Okay, and I'm gonna ask you two questions in the kind of the same just flow of things. I, I, I wanna know, and if you can share with people, one, how did you get the mayor to wear your product? Um, because that's, you know, that's not something everybody, um, can do and say, hey, mayor, can you wear this? And, and, you know, mayors wear what they want to wear. And usually it's not hats. And also in that, cause I believe that you're tied in, um, I, I you know, I, I was getting this whole vibe, all the new school of an old school, like Whitley Gilbert, Virginia based studied all over, you know, you said you had a blessed life. But also, you know, after you tell us, how did you get the mayor to wear your clothing? um, What is your community give back that you want to do or that you are currently doing now? Mm -hmm. So I
0: think um, this kind of ties back into what we were saying about belief driven consumers and having a belief driven community. Because we're not just, um, you know, putting out any sort of basic message like these are these are messaging this is messaging that people feel connected to um but i just very easily like anyone else could i printed a hat and i shipped it to the mayor's office with a handwritten note and you know it's it's really about allowing people to um understand that like you have no limits right so if you want to send a hat to give me a celebrity i don't know um, Damon John, if you want to send a hat to Damon John, you find Damon John's work address or you connect with someone, you know, there's a way to find an, e- a, 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 email address. You send a, a email. If you don't get a response, hopefully you'll get a response. If you don't get a response, you can still always find, you can always find an address. And if you do a handwritten note and you ship something and someone connects with the messaging that you have or with the item, they're going to wear it. You know, I, like I said, the the mayor the mayor's office actually purchased these hats um, in, I believe it was like February. So I think we launched, I think, I'm not totally sure, but I think in January 2018 and, and March 2018, it was the 50th anniversary of um, the March to Selma, you know, where John Lewis and, and um, other civil rights leaders crossed the Edmund Pettus Bridge. And we had a congregation from Washington, D.C. that was going down and they wanted to show like, hey, we believe in statehood. We are Washington, D.C. How can we do that? And their suggestion was let's wear this 51 hat. But that was because I sent the hat to the mayor's office. You know, it's also because we have a growing community here in Washington, D.C. People are wearing our items. You know, it's amazing to be able to walk outside prior to COVID. And, you know, almost every single day I see someone wearing district of clothing or someone sends a message or someone's posting a photo. So, you know, like I said, social media, our our own community, if they feel pride and they're excited about what they have, they're gonna post pictures about it. They're gonna tell other people about it. And if it resonates with something that they believe strongly in, that they're going to want to connect with it and, you know, whatever if if you are a gamer and you're coming up with like really cool gaming apparel and there i I don't know anything about gaming so i apologize but if you happen to know like a big gamer you can reach out to that person or reach out to their team or you can reach out to them via social media and you just send it like it's you don't necessarily know what's going to happen but you don't know what can't happen you know what i mean i think the sky's the limit um and we've done that more than once you know, I've done that. If, if, if I have an idea of someone I'd like to, to wear something, like I will continuously reach out to that person or send DMs or whatever to try to get connect with someone either directly or via their team so that they can hopefully have an item from us. And it's, it's, it's a tactic that everyone does. And I think it's a tactic that people should, you know, implement and activate immediately and don't be afraid to do it.
1: Awesome, awesome awesome handwritten so you guys have to still have one of these type of things you know yeah. every, everything can't be like electronic and yeah and and what is the uh, community give back that you're doing or that you want to do in the future oh yes thank you so much for reminding me so our uh common purpose t-shirt
0: excuse me common purpose collection i don't have them readily next to me, I'm so sorry, but the common purpose collection was initially, um, designed to encourage people to vote in the 2020, the upcoming 2020 presidential election. Um, I, you know, was not feeling totally confident in it and I kept pushing it back, pushing it back, pushing it back. And then once COVID hit, I kind of realized like, well, we have, you know, such a common purpose now, it is really important and imperative that we all, um, be kind and be thinking about our each other, not just ourselves and our community. We have a common purpose, a unity of intention to allow us to, you know, hopefully get through and pass this uh, COVID-19 situation. And um, I launched it in April. um, And um, we've received such a great response from it. um, Really just kind of emotional and moving to see so many people um, participating in this. But we're giving a portion of the proceeds to the World Central Kitchen, which I haven't checked um, as of this morning. But I, I think it's like upwards of maybe close to 15 or 20 million um, real meals have been given to actual people. Um, it's run by. Uh, I can't think of his name right now. My gosh, the this the celebrity chef that, you know, he's he's much more of a humanitarian than he is a celebrity. But um
1: <laughs> okay, so it's not Gordon Ramsay then.
0: No, 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 no. Um it'll Jose, Jose, it'll come to me. I'm so sorry. I can't. People really can go. look
1: it up. People can yeah. look it up. You know, gives can, their mind something to, to, to go. Yeah. Yes. No
0: um, but so it's been um awesome to partner with them and to be able to give it a portion of our proceeds knowing that we are helping real people. It's not going to overhead, it's not going to, you know, pay hundreds of people in offices our you know portion of the proceeds are actually going to make and create meals for real people who are needing them in this dire time
1: that that is awesome that is awesome and and i don't want to give the people a game overload because you've given a very inspiring story that many folks you know they'll have an idea but they can take The pieces from this and say, wait, as long as I put in the work sounds like I could do this, too. And folks, you can do it, too. Now, you might you might need to go to, you know, and contact her for the marketing and every other thing because she's already, you know, she might have a package for you in a box. So you might have to have <laughs> one business so you can get your business that looks like districtofclothing.com. But I thank you for coming on. And if there's any last words you want to say, feel free.
0: Yeah, um, I just want to circle back. So the portion of the proceeds from the Common Purpose Collection are going to the World Central Kitchen, which is run by Jose Andres. So I sincerely apologize for not remembering that earlier. Um, I want to thank you so much for having me on. I hope that anyone listening to this just feels um, encouraged and inspired to know that if you have an idea, that idea is yours and you can very much bring it to fruition. I think that um, if we start with small steps and we just keep taking steps, you know, before you know it, you could be on the next Diversified Game podcast and, you know, encouraging someone else to move forward too. Um, And I think that it is really important that as, um, you know, women, young men, people of color, um, that we think of ways to multiply our income streams and we allow ourselves to, um, you know, have diversified game to allow us to continue moving forward and allow us to be able to compete in different ways. Um, so I say, if you can start a business, I also don't think that you need, you know, a lot of money to do it, Um, but you can just, it's okay to start small. Whatever your idea is, just move forward with it. We, you know, we all were born with, you know, wings to fly and fins to swim. And this is a time when like, we just need to be able to keep moving forward so that we can keep moving forward.
1: Amen. Amen. You guys have gotten the game. I want you to make sure you like, share, subscribe this, you know, subscribe, share it with someone so they can be inspired too. And y'all be blessed. Yes, and
0: follow us at districtofclothing.com.